What does it mean to be in our 20s? I mean, is there a philosophy to being in our 20s? Listen to a girl, aka me, in my 20s ask these questions while talking about life, love and laughter as I learn from my adventures. Hey beautiful people, I'm back again and you're listening to Rhythm with Calypso. Hey guys, so I'm back again with a new episode and today's episode is going to be all things generic and it's it's a very widespread episode so it, it happens, you know, when you have on a friend who talks a lot, uh, you're going to be getting like a lot of uh, topics just flowing through. So yeah, I am going to be talking about all things, everything, I don't even know <laughs> what to call this episode. Um, so today I'm going to have on Shecky and we're just going to like sail through and have lots of discussions. Some of them are going to be very serious on race, just putting that out there, race and politics. Uh, yeah, so I hope you guys like this episode. So yeah, what were you saying? You're talking about like YouTube. Yeah, so obviously because I'm making my YouTube channel, I've made my YouTube channel, but like the first video isn't coming up for like another two weeks, about another week or so. Like, because at first I was like, how should I make this? Because it's obviously going to be educational because it's about, mm-hmm. going to be about like politics and stuff like that. And I was like, should I make it like super educational, like super professional? Or should I just make it like me talking to the camera? And I said, I'm just going to make like me talking to the camera. So for some of my videos, I'm just going to be drunk. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to drink wine. <laughs> so when you say you're going to make it like you talking to the camera, are you going to be talking to the camera like a journalist talks on CNN or? Yeah, I was, ori- I was originally like, should I do it like that? Or should I just like put on makeup and then just talk about politics? But like, like put on makeup. To- Put on makeup and talk about politics. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it more like me instead of making it like professional. I'm just going to make it more like me. I'm just going to mm. be like here on my bed with my makeup. Oh, I have a ring light. My sister bought me a ring oh, light. Oh, really? That's so cool. Yeah. I was like, can you please give me a ring light? Because <laughs> I was starting YouTube channel. Can so, I say the ring light? Yeah. My whole family has been super encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> I think to be honest, they just want me to do something. <laughs> Because I haven't done anything in months. <laughs> Wait, where am I going? Oh, it's here. Okay. Here's my ring light. Oh my gosh, that's so professional. I know. And like, it's got really good lighting settings and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to have like my ring light, my microphone, my phone. Because I don't even have like, my camera does not record for longer than 10 minutes. So I'm going to have to like record on my phone. Mm-hmm. But it's fine because like, obviously I have the Samsung S20 yeah so and the camera is like beautiful yeah the co- camera quality is incredible and it does like 4k video so i was like oh yeah let's do that <laughs> i'm gonna like record on my and i'm just gonna like just talk you know i'm just gonna be like I, hi guys we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. this shit today <laughs> let's do honestly, it honestly because i think that's the best thing because even in my podcast i most times i don't have come i don't have like actual topics i just say whatever comes to my mind like oh yeah i want to record with this person and it's you i'm going to record we're going to talk about nonsense all the time and if it comes well, like, out I great do have like ideas because i wrote yeah. that like list of ideas and like i do have like a like a base script because obviously mm-hmm. like because of the fact i'm talking about things like politics politics you have to be very clear I just yeah. can't be like spitting facts out of my ass. Because a lot of people are going to be like, where are your sources? I'm like, they're going to be in the description, bitch. 
there are my sources they're in the description i've read 20 books for this video fuck off <laughs> oh my gosh i am so going to fulfill unfiltered episode at the start of this because yes it's going to be but like yeah so i was like yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do whatever i want this is gonna be fun and then like one of the reasons i also wanted to make the youtube channel is because at first like i wasn't gonna make it i mean there were two reasons why i wanted to make it a because like the more i read the more i just realized like how much we just really aren't thought about anything Mm-hmm. and not everybody has the time to actually like sit down and read like books about books about stuff yeah so i want to make things like digestible to people and second of all my sister told me to stop talking to her about politics and she told me to start a youtube channel she told me Yo. to start because <laughs> <laughs> like i Yo. live with her obviously yeah she turned around to look at me she's like i don't care <laughs> What I was talking to her and she ran and locked herself in the room. I'm so done. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she was like, start a YouTube channel. She was like, oh, watch your on mute. That you know, that is what my sister did to me, but I was just disturbing her about Korean dramas. And she was like, I know people on TikTok who post scenes from K dramas do that. <laughs> so when you literally just like, I don't care. I don't want to listen to you talk. Go away. <laughs> Honestly, no, but politics is a very, like, sensitive topic. So it's good that you have to do, like, research, you know, so that people don't attack you for saying, you know, crazy things. Oh, my gosh. Do you know who has been really annoying me with politics, like, for the past, I would say, two months right now? Candace Owens, okay? Oh, God. Because I (laughs) I did not know who she was. And I was like, and then I I think I heard something about her or I think, yeah, I heard something about her. um, And Harry Styles? Yeah, yeah, the one we had and Noah Noah Cyrus and Noah Cyrus using the, you know, defamatory word. Um, I heard that and I was like, who is Candice Owens? And then I went to, I went to her page and I was looking at her pictures and she was talking about the whole thing. And I was like, okay, well, from what she was saying, it did make sense because she's a conservative. Okay, good for her, you know. And then I started seeing like her, like her other tweets and like posts. And I was like, is this good? Like, and then the way she talked about Black Lives Matter, I think that's when I lost it because she was like, yeah, Black people like to play victims and stuff like that. And we have equal opportunities with white people. And I was like, honey, do not even start. Candace Owens does not actually believe anything she says a lot of this they don't really actually believe anything they say they just do it because it gives them money mm-hmm. and i'm like people are so dumb because this is how i know people don't actually think about the future because trump is out of the office if this man does not leave peacefully i'm going to take him out by force at this point. i would i would trump sit is, down to trump watch him out of the office. <laughs> so what are you guys going to do for the next four years complain about biden people are going to be bored of you mm-hmm. like because these people only got their following because they were such like rabid foaming at the mouth trump supports it's like for example there was like this one person on youtube i can't remember his name i was talking about it to my other friend because we talk about stuff like this because we've known about like people like candace owens and all these idiots for like a while um okay oh yeah his name is like hunter hunter avalon or something and he was like this rabbit the trump supporter and he used to get like millions of views in his videos and then he stopped being a trump supporter and now he's struggling and I'm like, that's what's going to happen to you because you people have not think, yeah, these past four years have been good for you financially, mm-hmm. but these four years are over. These four years are over. It's very, okay? it's actually like, very Like, you people sad. are going to lose your source of income. So, like, she was doing it because she was getting a lot of money of it. And the thing is, like, first of all, 
she's actually really stupid. And Very I don't stupid. <laughs> no, I no, I mean I, that like she's stupid because of like the views. I mean that she's stupid because of the fact that everything she, she says nothing has any backup or any sources. Well, like I was watching this interview of her talking about black people and. I was like, some people honestly don't deserve to be black because of this, the things that come out of your mouth. But she was like, yeah, um, yeah, black, black, black people were only using the Black Lives Matter to kind of like, uh, to kind of like noise out the most important issues that they're thieves and they like to, they always play victims and stuff like that. And the entire time this lady is having a conversation, I'm looking at like, what the hell are you saying? And this are like how, I think it's like, kind of funny that you only just found out about her now. I mean, <laughs> I've heard about her literally for like four I, years. I've heard like that's the thing. Like I've heard the name, but you know when you can't be bothered to like search. But like I've just heard okay, Candace Owens, Candace Owens, and I'm like, oh, I don't know who that is. Um, and then it was like this time with the whole Harry Styles and like Noah Cyrus, and I was like, oh my gosh, like what is going on? Who is Candace Owens? I need to find out. I need to know more. And I go and I see this very stupid black woman. And I'm like, this is very embarrassing, you know, <laughs> for someone of such high status. What's even like, more embarrassing is that, like, her hair. Her yeah. hair is hanging off for an inch of its life, babe. <laughs> I, know, I know that you want to think you're black. Or I know that you want to think you're white, but you're not. You still need to use deep conditioner and moisturize your hair. Your hair is dying, okay? <laughs> Take care of your hair. <laughs> Before you come talking about black people, take care of your hair. Honestly, babe. I, I feel and like nothing wrong with relaxing your hair, but at least make sure your hair looks healthy. Your hair looks like shit. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing with a lot of these Trump supporters, black, white, Asian, whatever race they are. I think most things that they say, like their leader, has no facts. And it's like, like they make yeah. up their own facts. They make <laughs> up their own sources. Literally, their sources are just like, trust me. Like those are your sources. <laughs> They're just like, trust me. Like I'm even writing this station, and then at the very end, it'll be like bibliography. Trust me, man. Why don't you believe me? That's so funny. <laughs> well, like this, that's literally what this is part. I'm just like, I am so embarrassed for you. This is the thing, right? Like I said, I've been reading a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, oh my god, Trump is such an anomaly from the Republican Party. If you actually look at the history of the Republican Party, he isn't. He actually really isn't an anomaly from the Republican Party. The only difference is that a lot of the shit that Republicans have done, they did it to minorities or they did it mm. overseas. Like yeah. People are like, George Bush wasn't that bad. And I'm like, this nigga started the Iraqi war. <laughs> He's, he, he displaced whole countries. There exactly. are people that are like, you know, like he displaced whole countries for oil, like please and then people are like oh they weren't that bad i'm like ronald reagan literally made up the war on drugs just so he could arrest black and brown people by the way facts like this was like a leaked recording that came out with one of like his people where basically they were like if you link heroin to black people and marijuana to um mexicans you can arrest them even though if you actually look at the facts black people and white people using the same drugs at Mm -hmm. pretty much the same rate it's also the reason why crack cocaine has a higher sentence than cocaine because cocaine was mostly used by white people and crack cocaine was mostly used by black people so they made even though it's the same drug they're just taken in different ways they made it so that the one that was mostly used by black people carried more of a weight and carried a larger sentence than people that used cocaine 
So I'm just like, it's not that this is an anomaly for the Republican Party. It's just for the first time, this is somebody that not only dislikes minorities, that not only dislikes gay people, you know, um, tra- um, trans people, that dislikes black or brown people. This is somebody that also dislikes just like white people that don't agree with him. And that's where people are like, oh my God, he's so different. I'm like, he's not different. He's just the same. It's just that for the first time in your lives, you're actually kind of slightly being affected. So so he's not different. Like if you actually look at the history of the rest of them, he's not different. He's just orange. (laughs) 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 It's just orange. But like, this is why, like, this is also one reason I wanted to start my channel because I've just been really just like, again, like I said, I've been reading a lot of things. I've been thinking about a lot of things. And I think one of the main reasons why we keep backing ourselves into this area and we keep having the same issues over and over again is because the masses don't really, don't, haven't really noticed what the problem is, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, for example, like, because, and at the end of the day, they aren't going to know what the problems are because all the places that should tell them what the problems are are being paid by the same people. So they're not going to tell them what the issues are. So they think that the issues are, like, for example, right? Okay, like, for example, when, like, let's just look at, like, what happened with the Black Lives Matter protest. Like, first mm-hmm. of all, people start looting and people are like oh my god you shouldn't loot like how is that and i'm just like first of all and this is how i just know that you people and i don't i, I blame like at the same time that i'm just like oh my god i think i'm also just like well they don't really know what to look at so you can't fully blame them i'm just like first of all no change has ever been peaceful no change that's no change. i said i was thinking everybody that. always likes to bring up martin luther king but i'm just like you guys shot him like <laughs> you want to bring up peace you literally killed him like no change has ever been peaceful peaceful right? at all and, and it's like all, the whole looting thing that was happening and people were like freaking out we were in the mid we're in the middle of a panda express some people not everybody some people got 1200 pounds to last them for six months and you're wondering why people are looting walmart they don't have food they don't have they don't have anything to take care of their kids feel- and you're wondering why people are looting are you stupid <laughs> I I, 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 the, I feel like people are not noticing what the issues are because people are just straight up being like oh my god you're looting and it's so horrible and it's so sad that you're looting and I'm just saying people don't have but then food. but then that's the thing like another main thing is that a lot of the people that were looting weren't even black Lives exactly they were white there were white people that got drunk and came to come and and this is another thing that pissed me off like i saw like a lot of videos on the internet and you saw the majority of the black people are pretty much just like no justice no peace you know mm. and all that stuff they were just protesting but then the white people were coming they were getting they were they they were acting like this was this was burning man this isn't burning man this is people's lives and this is the one thing that always pisses me off because Honestly, like, they will join, like, a movement, like, Black Lives Matter or anything like that. And, like, for them, it's basically, like, they're they're taking, like, points, you know? It's like, mm. oh, my God, I'm such a good person. I came and I, like, protested for a Black person being killed. Oh, my God, I'm such a good person. Then they will go and they will, like, drink. And I'm like, it's great that now you care, but this is the reality of a lot of people's lives. And this has been the reality of their lives for years, 
and it just pissed me off because like I literally saw one video and person was like you know I'm just here to like literally there was a video like there was this guy on um YouTube I really love his channel he's called all gas no breaks and he basically just goes to events and he interviews people and thing I really like about it is that he like he doesn't really talk he just lets people talk mm-hmm. like he just lets people like, dispute your shit <laughs> like like a Portland protest and like these white people were there they were like oh yeah I'm drunk I'm high I'm just like here to like feel the vibrations of the earth and I'm like girl fuck you people are dying <laughs> and I you know, know I all of them because some of them really do care but like I feel like so many of them really just saw it as a joke even the same thing with like the people that we have on Instagram and people that we know on Instagram that like posted like a couple of things on like their Instagram stories maybe they read one book but then they went back to just not doing anything Black Lives Matter doesn't only matter when a Black person dies it's about everything else that happens and what has led to that situation that also really pissed me off, especially with the whole Breonna Taylor and George Floyd thing. Was that all these stupid people that were like foaming in the mouth, being like, "Well, he went to jail," and I'm like, the fact that you feel that like the only time a black person's life should matter is if they're like some completely innocent person says a lot about you. Mm-hmm. Because, because the same thing about Elijah McClain, and that's why nobody really spoke about Elijah McClain because nobody could be like, oh, well, this, that, that, this, because this guy was literally just like a pure soul. Mm-hmm. So nobody could really say anything about Elijah McClain. So all of the, that's why Elijah McClain was essentially like, like the case of Elijah McClain was essentially buried. And the case of like George Floyd was more uplifted because more white people could be critical of George Floyd. And it's such bullshit that you're equating a crime that somebody committed 10, 15 years ago to the fact that he was killed by a cop for something he, for them thinking that, you know, there was like a he- 20- fake notes or something like that yeah they feel like fake it's a fake it was killed for a fake fake dollar and it wasn't even fake. it wasn't even fake and i mean that's not even the point it wasn't the fact that it wasn't fake or it was was it yeah it was just like whatever first of all we're in the middle of a fucking panda express where people are dying and you're screaming about the fact that maybe somebody had a 20 dollar fake bill and that's why you're going to kill him really it's true. It's truly very, very fascinating when you think about like how even through changing times, you think that people's perspective towards black people would like develop and like change and would they would have a more humane like, you know, thinking towards black people and it's just not the case. And you're like, it's not it's never going to happen. It's actually just never going to happen. And I think that's the one thing I really came to realize this year, especially with black women. It's a really sad fact, but nobody gives a damn about us. Black men don't care about us. They spend their whole time negging us on Twitter. Twitter is like one of the worst places for dark-skinned women because mm-hmm. black men will literally be on Twitter negging us. And I'm like, first of all, most of you people that neg us are fucking ugly. Okay? <laughs> You're ugly. Like, I went to majority white high school for seven years. It has taken me four years to build up the confidence for me to realize that I'm actually pretty, okay? You're not going to neg me. You're ugly. You look like a butthole. And then you're here on Twitter. Like, okay, no, I, I, really, I really need to filter this episode. Yo. <laughs> Sorry. Like, and they were like, like literally some of the vitriol and it's just like the vitriol black women go through on Twitter. Like literally like a black woman would literally just 
post a picture of herself on Twitter where she's like, where she feels. Oh, wait. Let's have, let's have let's have a like discussion. you're ugly, you're disgusting, you're this, you're that, and I'm like, touch grass. Let's Glass have touch grass. Let's have a discussion on that Muslim lady, that Nigerian Muslim lady, that mm. posted a photo of her wearing this beautiful long dress, and the only thing that was showing was her back and how she got people like are losing their minds. Do you? I don't think like. I've I don't think I've that I've been that angry for the longest time because when I saw that I was like for for Lord's sake we're in 2020 okay number one number two you have no right to tell this lady what to like how to dress because you don't even know her do you understand like you don't and they made this they made her cry and she had to come on live and be like I'm very sorry for my actions and stuff like that and uh, yes won- Dan Godet's ass is on Twitter his ass is on Twitter he's also Muslim is anybody going to call him out <coughs> oh no he That's has like thing. five different girlfriends isn't he also married his ass is on Twitter well is anybody going to come out no no people are like oh he should have signed an NDA oh so it was okay that's it's very it's very sexist and it's very like what's it called degrading how they treat women for doing something that they're allowed to do because it's her body she's allowed to do you know what she wants to do with it we're gonna yeah we're gonna we're gonna go live because we started with really hot topics like politics and yeah i'm just gonna say this before we fully move on from politics i cannot wait for trump to be out of the office like well, this is the thing again. Nothing's gonna change. Nothing's gonna change. But you know, you know this. You know the thing. I was saying this. I was saying this to my sister and I said it to my parents as well. I was like, the difference between Democrats and Republicans is that Republicans are like those rich white boys in prep schools. You know, they have everything handed to them, right? And they literally don't have a single like they don't have single brain cells. You know. And Democrats are the people that actually go to school and have the, you know, when people, you know, when they say someone has charisma to mm. draw you to the dark side, those are mm. Democrats. I'm not even going to lie because that's that, that's my personal view on like Democrats. and Republicans. You see, you're nice. I like to equate it in a worse way. I think <laughs> Democrats are like Ted Bundy and Republicans are like Charles Manson. <laughs> You're both serial killers, but one of you was more oh, charismatic than yeah, the others. Because, but one of you also. Because that's the thing with Democrats, because they would legit, like, they have so much charisma. Yeah, they have so much charisma to, like, mm. draw you to the dark, to make you feel like they are making the they most care. sense that they care. They, they're going to do everything right and everything. Nah. Democrats are, and then Republicans are just dumb, I think, personally. But we're going to move away from that. So, checking onto Korean dramas and K pop. Okay. Oh, I'm still watching Dodo Soso Lala. You should have told me it was the guy from Extraordinary You did. I would have watched it earlier because. Oh, I, did, I leave, did I leave that part out? He's really. Yes, you did. He's oh, sorry. So <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, oh my gosh! But that that TV show, I like. Remember when when I told you about it? I was the girl's so fuming. stupid, and I love her. I love her. you. See, this is what I mean. I love her. She's love so her. useless. You know that like, part where she doesn't this... even have a job, and she's like, "Can I burn money?" <laughs> what, what episode are you on? 
oh gosh let me check i think i'm on like episode i'm not that far and i think i'm only on like episode five or so because i'm watching like eight different tv shows at the oh, same time what so are like I? i'll watch like an episode of like dodo so la 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 whatever hell it's dodo so, so la la so yeah and then i'll move on and i'll watch something else and then i'll come back to it so let me check i am on episode yeah i'm on episode five okay yeah. No, because like I, I just loved her. I think it was her childlikeness that made me really, really like the um TV show because she was so like relaxed. Like even though like she lost her dad, she lost her house. Or well, am I spoiling it for anyone who's probably gonna watch? I don't think so. Um, even though she lost like, <laughs> even though she, she lost. lost I mean that that literally happens in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. Like, so she loses awesome. everything in the first episode, first episode, so it's not like we're really spoiling anything. Yeah, but she, she loses like everything. everything. Just like it will be okay, and I kind of love that because I don't have the optimism for. Honestly, anything. I feel like <laughs> once in a while, but I think like I th- I took something from that because like I feel we human beings people we need to have that kind of optimism. Like we need to try, don't you think? Mm, need- no, not really. <laughs> maybe it's because i'm a pessimist but i'm just like especially with every especially like with this like i was about to say this year but then i realized like in 2021 but then i also realized that 2021 right now is just feels like 2020 plus one. yeah so basically this year and last year i would say because whenever you know you talk about anything that's going on everyone one thing everybody says to you is like well at least you're alive at least you're not dead and i'm just like honestly low-key wish i was because then people don't have to worry about anything they're dead (laughs) (laughs) the rest of us that are alive were the ones that actually have to continue to worry about shit because like for example people are like well at least you're alive and i'm like i don't call this living i just call this existing because this isn't living i've lost a year of my life like i told my sister about this and she's like and i'm like no no no. like wait really listen to what i'm saying right like whenever i I explain to my sister so like let me explain it to you we went into lockdown the week of my birthday. Oh yeah, because I I turned because I turned twenty one in lockdown mm-hmm. the day before I was supposed because I was supposed to celebrate my birthday on Saturday. We went into lockdown on Friday. We're still we came off. I don't even know what the government has been doing because they've just they've been stupid. Let's not we're not talking about politics. So let's not talk about that. <laughs> my birthday is coming up again in two months. I'm going to turn 22. And there's lockdown. going to be another I've lockdown. lost an entire year of my life. It's a year I'm never getting back. Hey, I've lost if, wait, so if you think life. about this in the in the light in the lighter form, it's like Phoebe from Friends when she realized she wasn't actually 30 30 or 31. Yeah, when she realized she wasn't actually 31, but she was 32 and she lost the whole year of her life. It's funny. Yes, but like also that's a TV show and this is real life. <laughs> so I can't think about it in the lighter sense because that's a TV show. Okay. Friends oh, is those... fantasy. Friends is science fiction. I they lived know. in a giant apartment in New York. In New York, they lived in a giant apartment and one of and for a point there, Rachel didn't even have a job in New York. That's science fiction, babe. That is science fiction. But, yeah, but so, <laughs> so like I was just like so literally, but like people are like, oh, but at least she's still alive. And I'm like, I'm I'm existing. 
And I'm like, at least like, and I feel like I'm kind of at odds a little bit with my family because they, I think they're kind of wondering why A, this is hitting me a bit harder than it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hitting them hard, obviously, but they're wondering why it's like hitting me a bit harder. I'm like, first of all, I'm bipolar. So everything is always going to hit me a bit harder. But second of all, you guys at least still have like something kind of to look forward to. Like my mom and my eldest sister, like their lives didn't really change. They're back home. Like Nigeria went into lockdown for two weeks and then everything basically went back to normal. Mm. like they're back home like nothing has changed my sister here like obviously here it's hitting her hard a bit but like she still has school she still has like work even my baby sister still has like school i have nothing to look forward to daily (laughs) i don't i've graduated from school i don't have a job i don't have anything that makes me want to wake up and do anything and that's also one of the reasons I even I really wanted to start a YouTube channel so I at least have something to be looking forward to to be able to like do something, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah. that's another reason why it's because like this, like you know, like that weird stage where like you've graduated university and you kind of feel a bit lifeless. lifeless Everybody yeah. goes through it. Yeah. Everybody goes through it. But the main thing I is that, that. But the only big thing is that the people that graduated this year, essentially, like that graduated, we were forced. We had to, to worry to- about that while in quarantine because at least other people can be like, "Oh, I feel like I'm doing nothing," but like you can go out with your friends and you can see your friends. I'm just like, I'm literally doing nothing. Like I don't even <laughs> know what week. I literally don't know what day it is. Today, today is Saturday. It's Saturday. It's it's a Saturday. So like, uh, but don't worry. I actually feel you. Some days I don't actually know what days was like. Not I have not known what day anything is since April. My phone reminds me to do everything now at this point because I don't know how to do anything. My phone remi- I haven't eaten today. My phone reminds me to eat. Speaking of that, I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> my phone reminds me to eat because I forget. I haven't eaten today. My phone reminds me to have a shower. My phone reminds me to wake up. My phone reminds me to socialize with my family. My phone reminds me to just sit up for an hour, do something. My phone literally reminds me to do everything because mentally I can't do it myself. I checked out in March. Like I mentally, I checked you. out in March. <laughs> like actually no maybe i'll say more april because march i was just like what is no but i remember like I, remember I remember you went through a phase where you were like baking and like yeah that was like april because april i was still kind of like okay yeah. i was like i thought we we're going to be out of this shit like in a month it's mm. so, like in april i was like oh, i'm gonna bake and i'm gonna make kimchi and i'm gonna do all of these things oh my god i'm so excited and then may i was still in the house and i was like okay you know we'll be over by summer and then summer came <laughs> yeah and like i had a job lined up like first of all i even lost my part-time job because of everything going on they had to let me go because they couldn't afford to keep me on then second of all the job i did get that i was supposed to start after i graduated from uni also fell through because covid mm-hmm. so like literally all the plans i had for 2020 disappeared in like a space of like a month because I was supposed to have that job. I was only supposed to come home for about a month, save up the money, then move out and get my own place, have my own apartment. It's January. <laughs> I like that transition, but yo, this this year, I'm not even gonna lie, this past year it's for January. <laughs> this past year for <laughs> those who graduated um university or even their masters is it's very interesting, you know. I I've just been sitting down. 
I was just like, I don't think, luckily, okay, yeah, because you did your master's, right? I was going to be like, yeah, it's, it's my master's I graduated from. Yeah. Because I, I would have been like, because if, like, if this had just been my third year, I would have just straight up gone to a master's. To master's, and yeah. Had something. But it's my master's I graduated from. And God knows I am not doing a PhD. I do not hate myself. <laughs> and I, I'm not even going to ask my family to pay for a PhD right now. Everybody's mm. struggling. Yeah, it's a very, it's like, we're in the middle of like, what what would um what would they say we're in the middle of like war times as they would say we're in the middle of historic moments and i'm sick of yo <laughs> i feel so i really do feel so sorry for my baby sister as well there because she only you know because she only came mm. to the country in 2019 to start high school start high year seven oh. 2019 she was only in school for like three months and then quarantine she barely got the chance to make friends. and then That's crazy. And I feel sorry for her because now she's at home and nobody, like, we can't really, because yeah. she's 12 now. She's only 12. She so can't really, like, like, make friends online. Yeah, A, she can't really make friends online. Second of all, she doesn't even have an online account because A, she's 12. She can't even have any form of social media. And then third of all, none of us can really play with her because she's 12. I don't really know what to talk to her about because she's 12. <laughs> Yes, I think she's 12. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to talk to her about. Like, I, like, you know, like, I really do feel sorry for her because I'm just like, gosh, she really has, she also has really lost a year of her life. She's not had time to be a kid. Mm. Like, she's really just not had time to be a kid. And that's so unfair. Then I also feel sorry for my baby cousin who was born right before quarantine hit and mm. has basically spent the whole of his life in quarantine. <laughs> he doesn't know how to deal with people. Uh... People talk to him and he starts crying. Oh my gosh, I don't know why I laughed, but because, that was like, it's yeah. so like, oh my gosh, are you serious? I think they're, they, no, they actually are going to have to do scientific studies on babies that have been born during quarantine. Because if you think about it, these people have only ever met their parents. Because like, I only thought, it was my, I, I was like, oh my God, maybe my cousin's a little bit strange. But then I went on TikTok and there's literally like a whole subsection of TikTok of parents talking about the fact that they've had babies during quarantine. And their babies just get so overstimulated whenever they see other people. Because for the longest time, their babies only thought that it was basically just them. Like, you know, have you watched Room, that movie with Brie Larson? No, I haven't. Okay, so basically the whole thing of Room is that, like, there's Brie Larson and she was abducted. And then, like, she has a kid. Mm -hmm. And he was born in Room. And basically only people... Like, because the way the mom had to build it was that they basically had to make him believe that this was just a planet with only them on it. But oh, that is wow. literally what babies are going through right now. I'm going to search that up. I need to see You that. should watch his very good film. It's on, I'm pretty sure it's either on Prime Video or Netflix for free. Yeah. And, well, not for free, obviously, you need to pay. But, like, yeah. you need to pay for the subscription. But, like, you know, it's on Prime Video or Netflix. Oh, I think well, like, it's on Netflix. I've yeah. seen this. Like, I see the pictures around. Like, it's... You should watch it. It's a really I've good actually film. never watched it. But that's essentially what babies that have been born in quarantine are going through now. Because the only people they think exist are them or their parents. Like, one mother was, like, on TikTok saying that, like, whenever she has to go shop- grocery shopping with her kid, he just starts crying. Oh, wow. Because, like, you know, they're babies, first of all. Like, they're so little. Like, everything mm. to them is already a lot of overstimulation. But I think the fact that they can't even do stuff like read facial expressions, that's one thing babies used to, like, use. Those mm-hmm. read facial- they can't even do that because face masks are a thing. Yeah. So now they're literally seeing all these masked people where they can only see people's eyes. They're going around you know, in grocery stores. with, like, face masks, it's so, like, weird because I'm so used to not wearing face masks. I'm sure a lot of us are. 
Um, but you know, like imagine, you know, when you go out to the store and you see someone, I tend to smile at people from time to time. You know, like if someone is coming up to me and they're like saying something, I try to smile or if they're walking past me. I don't know why. It's like, it's like this little, it's like this thing that just goes on in my head, like this light bulb and it's like smile. And I'm like, you know, like, but nowadays I find myself smiling and I'm wearing a face mask and I'm like, this person can clearly not see me <laughs> smiling at them. So I just feel really weird. And I, I always do it. And oh my gosh, I was walking past this lady this time. I went to the bakery and um, she was walking her dogs and like, um, so she kind of like crossed paths with me, right? And mm. she, was, she wasn't wearing a face mask and she's walking her dogs. And the dogs kind of like come close to me, but I'm not trying to touch them, you know? And I kind of like smiled at her. And when I say this lady looked like a zombie, I am not even joking. She was like walking, like her, she had like this dead look in her eyes. I don't know what she went through, but I hope she's okay. But uh, she, like, she, I she, feel her. She looked like the walking dead. I'm not even joking. And I just kind of like, <laughs> just kind of like moved away you know okay i have a question for you checking okay what would be on the gag reel of your life what what like you know like you know when you know when they say um that's the gag like that's something funny you know mm. so like if you had a gag reel like on instagram what do you think your life would like what would it be on your life like what is the funniest thing that's ever happened to you that you think would be on a reel existing Okay, on to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> this feudal. <laughs> I'm so done. <laughs> no, honestly, one of the funniest things about me, I talk about it to Zai Demers because obviously we understand it, but one of the funniest things about me is my depression. <laughs> no, but it's good that you can laugh about your depression. It's the only thing I can do. Okay, if I don't laugh, I will die. <laughs> uh, that, I think I think that's I think that's a good thing because I think that's a step. So that's good. You can laugh. Yeah. about Yeah, my family are just always like, you can't laugh about stuff like that. I'm like, no, but I mean, it's I feel like you, you know, I love I love laughing about my insecurities. I love laughing about things that hurt me the most because if you laugh about exactly. it. People can laugh about it. That makes you sad because then it's exactly because then you don't feel the. Pain. I am I am making the joke about myself already. You can't make the joke about me. I am already a joke. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you can't turn me to a joke. I'm already a joke. I'm done. Okay, I have another question for you. What is the dumbest way you've ever been injured? I fell down from a tree once trying to i think i was trying to like reach a mango and it just fell down oh god oh no i remember i actually remember now so i have this scar on my arm i'm not sure if you can see it can you see it yeah i can see it i can yeah. see it. yeah i got it when i was um i think i was like six or seven <laughs> i cut myself because i wanted to check if my blood was blue <laughs> Well, you're watching Avatar. What what, what inspired? This? No, no, no. Because I'd heard people talk about people with blue blood. Like I wasn't, I wasn't really sure what it was. Because 
you know like because there's like this whole thing of people like it's not it doesn't mean like they literally have blue blood the whole idea is that basically some people are like cold-blooded blooded yeah right? and that's like, what that's you like were thinking like, literally have blue blood but i was a kid <laughs> so i thought i literally i thought oh my god do i literally have blue because look since i've been younger i've kind of known that there was something very wrong with me i always i'm surprised never my family I'm like i don't know where this came from and i'm like i can tell you <laughs> like I only remember some obviously parts of myself when I was younger but like anyone with like just a little bit about like mental illness that looked at me as a kid would have been like yeah we're not surprised you ended up this way that's great one time I the signs have been there one time I glued all five of my fingers together with super glue and then the other time I burnt the palm of my hands trying to check if the iron was hot (laughs) Wow. Oh, I injured myself when shaving when I was like seven. I didn't have any hair. I just went shaved because my mom did. (laughs) (laughs) I caught myself. And she my mom came back and she's like, I forgot. She's like, get out of my room. (laughs) She's like, why are you in my room? (laughs) She's like, get out of my room. Uh, which I've, I've been injured in so many different ways. I think, oh yeah, I have a scar in my hand. It just reminded me of that. It's only can you see it? like this patch here? Or yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. So this was caused by my sister, and like I was carrying her on my back, and I don't know. All of a sudden, this girl bites me on my shoulder, and then there's this like mirror that goes back and forth, that rocks back and forth, right? Mm. And so she bites me on my um, shoulder, and I push her back, and I kind of like stumble onto the mirror, and it rocks back, and just sort of like falls on me, and I obviously <laughs> use my hand to protect Ooh. my face, you know. And I think I was like, I I would say I was like seven around that time i'm not sure something around that time seven eight or nine around that but yeah that was one of um the ways i injured myself to be honest i'm not that accident prone i don't really hurt myself i tend to just hurt other people oh (laughs) once once i almost i used to get into fights (laughs) (laughs) i really was and it was so funny i never ever fought anybody that was my size i don't know why i liked fighting people that are bigger than me <laughs> i could never yo i would like and i, I used to win because i was really? crazy <laughs> okay i have you another question me, i'm fighting like my life depends on it i'm scratching <laughs> you and i'm jumping everybody and i'm yelling that's too funny okay i have another question for you okay if you had to change your name what would your new name be and why would you choose that name Oh my god! When I was younger, I used to be obsessed with the name Gina. I really? don't know why. Is it the I don't even know where G I N A. I don't even know where the name came from. I used to be obsessed with the name Gina. Like I thought it was like the nicest name in the world. And for like, I remember like my first ever email address. Like my name was Gina. My email address is like Gina. <laughs> but to be honest, I don't think I would change my name. I kind of I like Shekinah. It's yeah, it's, it's very. I uh, like the fact that every single time I'm at, like, the few times I do go to church, which I haven't been to in like three years, but the few times I do go to church and they're like, Shekinah Kula, and I'm like, yeah. And then I realize that they're praying. Like, you know, <laughs> I actually, no, I actually, that's a, that's like a, that, I didn't that's use a nice name. I think that's a like nice it. name. I was always, yeah. I'm still, I'm still obsessed with the name Luna 
So maybe if I was to change, oh, I thought you were going to say Calypso. <laughs> no, the thing is that yeah, Calypso is a very tricky one because I was I love that name, but I would not change my name to Calypso because I just think that would not suit my face. Maybe if I had blonde hair or something. I don't know. Maybe if I had like some tattoos and blonde hair and like. <laughs> but um, what's it called? Okay. Yeah, like maybe Luna. I would change my name to maybe Luna or something. Uh, okay, wait. Okay, this is this is a funny one. Um, what are some things that sound like compliments but are actually insults? Um, oh, I have one. You're pretty for a dark skinned girl. <laughs> That is it. Oh my I'm like, gosh. Bitch, I'm just pretty. <laughs> Bite me. <laughs> oh, another one is like um, this is one they say this to, to short people. By the way, I'm five two, so I'm one of them short people. Um, yeah. when they're like, Yeah, I, I don't know, the, I don't know why this feels like an insult to me, but they're like, Yeah, if you were taller, you'd be able to reach this, but it's good you have a stable height. <laughs> Okay, to be fair, I do insult short people. But I really do. I love making fun of her height. I think that's also why her hand is so strong. Like, God prepared her for people that oh. need to make fun of her height. So when she now when Tammy slaps you, I feel like my soul leaves my body. <laughs> I remember one time she slapped you and I just froze. <laughs> she put me in pause. <laughs> <laughs> post my life <laughs> that is so funny that's so funny no but like honestly one time he slaps you it's not a joke like one time she slapped me i can still feel it in my back right i'm not even joking when i think like ah oh, no tammy like i feel like like god really was just like you know what i'm not gonna give you the height but i'm going to give you the strength <laughs> because honestly all tammy needed to do was slap me once and i was like i'm gonna stop now I was like, that hurt. I was like, I'm going to stop now. That's so funny. Okay, I have another question. <clears throat> okay, this is a fun... Um, I don't think this has ever happened to me, but let me ask you. Um, when did you screw up everything but no one ever found out that it was you? Has there ever, has there ever been a time? I'm trying to think of an... I don't think there's... I mean, I've broken stuff in the house, then, like, roughly put it back together, walked away, and then when my sister <laughs> breaks, I'm like, oh my god, you broke that. That I think that's a screw-up then. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've done that a lot. Like, I, I can't remember what I broke. It was, like, at home, I broke, like, a handle or something, I just, like, put it back, and I walked away. I think <laughs> and, like, that's my sister the benefit. She opened it, and it fell. I was like, oh my god, Martina, you broke that. I'm gonna tell mom. <laughs> That's the benefit of being a younger child because you guys get to get away with stuff like that. Oh, we, I, oh, me and my baby sister get away with so much. I love <laughs> it. We get away with so much. <laughs> I'm so done. But now I there's somebody so younger than me, so I don't get away with as much. I still get away with quite a lot, but I don't get away with as much. Like, what is something that your brain tries to make you do, but you have to tell yourself that you can't do that, basically, because, like, it's not a good idea. Whoever wrote this clearly had no idea what they were saying. Because... I get what it means. I get what it okay. means. It's basically, like, something that your brain tells you to do, but, like, you know it's a bad idea, so you have to, like, tell yourself not to do it. Oh, yeah. Is what I'm guessing. Opening the door while the car is moving. <laughs> I legit have to hold myself back 
whenever oh, like I that always was so nice I'm not going to answer mine because it's going to make this podcast really dark <laughs> okay say something that's less darker or something um oh touch fire so that but, was younger like, a lot of I've people really touch fire though no no like whenever I'm cooking anything I just want to like put your hand, hand in fire oh. and just leave it there <laughs> Okay, no. <laughs> and I'm just like, I know that that's a bad idea. I really, really do like fire. When I was younger, I just used to burn things. I, I liked fire only because of Azula from Avatar The Last Airbender. And because she had blue fire, it made me want to be a firebender. And I would be like, I'm Azula. Oh, is she the one that, she's the one that went crazy, isn't it? Yeah, the end. I love her. I No, but... I, used I mean, I know she went crazy, but I love her. No, my favorite was um, was it May, the one with the banks? Oh, May. May, I think her name was. Yeah, yeah May. May. Girl, girl. Oh, I loved her. She, she was like, oh, that's all. I thought we were going to die. I loved her. <laughs> <laughs> I loved, Never I loved her. I loved her growing up. Like I grew up. Like my favorite characters from TV. I feel like also my favorite characters from TV shows say a lot about the person I was going to grow up to be. Okay, my favorite character from Pop of Ghost was obviously Buttercup. My favorite character from Kim Possible was Shigo. My favorite character oh, from Master Brenda was Azula and May. <laughs> no, but I think about Azula that I didn't like because I, I okay during the last lockdown, like last year. I watched and rewatched and rewatched Avatar The Last Airbender. Like it was my life goal because mm. I, for some reason, I, I found myself analyzing the entire TV show, but that's a different story. But you know about Azula is that she was actually really annoying. Like I found her to be really annoying like now, but, but when I was a kid, I loved her because I was like, she's so cool. She has blue. Oh, no, no, no. She was really, I think, no, but the reason I liked, uh, to be honest, I liked May more than Azula because yeah. like, May, because the thing about Azula was that Azula was like always evil. That was like her thing was that she was mm. always evil. May wasn't necessarily evil. May she just, just don't care. Life. She just <laughs> don't care. May just hated life and that's why I loved her. But I think like, I, I mean, I, to be honest, I did like, um, what's it called? Azula. I liked me more than Azula. Actually, one of the people I really did like was what's her name? Got the blind one. Tough. Who did not like Tough? I don't. I think... like Tough. Tough was rude. I love Tough. Think... Tough was so I rude. I do not think there is any soul who watched Avatar that does not like Tough. was like so rude. I loved her. He was like the, like literally the best character on Avatar. I'm not even she sure. was. Like... I think more people. I think. I liked Katara, but she was just a little bit too much of a goody two shoes, in my in my opinion. I feel like I would have liked Katara more if she used her blood bending ability. Yo, if I found like blood bend, <laughs> I'll just be blood bending this some is, racist stuff this- from existence. <laughs> 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 Yo, the thing is that you like, want to call me a nigger, pro. <laughs> oh wait, no, but the thing is that with Katara, like I liked her. Like I'm not like I. She was just there for me. Like, I didn't like her. I did not know like her. Like, yeah, she was like a good, like, she was, she was I, like, I, I, I liked the fact that she was like, actually, like, it was one of the few, like, you know, you had like a female character that was like, actually, like, well done. She but to had mad, like, personal she had mad skills growth. like the way she yeah. started off in season one and then you see her at the end of season three doing all her blood bending turning rain to so kind of like daggers and stuff i was like this babe i want to be like you <laughs> i think the only thing i didn't like about honestly the only the one thing i kind of i didn't really like about what's it called last semester was the way the couples ended 
Mm. Zuko should have ended up with Katara and um what's no his face? I don't agree with no, that no Zuko should have ended up with Katara and no, um, I... his face L- what's his name the guy that's I... actually Ang Ang should have ended up with Toph no they made more sense no it doesn't like oh my gosh no, girl, they, I they, think they made more sense Katara always saw Ang as a younger brother and when they kissed it just made me uncomfortable <laughs> because even up until the last minute she still saw him as a younger brother like even I, though may and i feel like the thing about may and zuko because even though i like may and zuko the only reason i don't think that they, they didn't work so well both of them are sociopaths oh, wait do you know like apparently like them there's the there's this discourse discussion boards and stuff like that where apparently in the comic books um zuko ends up with uh what's that suki you know um uh what's his name saka's girl oh they have a kid together oh because the, the reason that they end up together because may kind of like broke up with zuko because he obviously not it's not working out right mm. and suki you know the kiyoshi warriors suki was like his personal assistant because you know after taking down the fire lord they had like lots mm. of stuff to do and stuff like so and then obviously the officials didn't trust him and he didn't trust the officials they thought that he thought they was gonna get assassinated and stuff like that and um so suki was his personal like you know bodyguard and they apparently slept together and they had a kid. Damn. Damn. Yeah. I actually really need to watch Legend of Korra. I never actually ever watched The Legend of Korra. So I need to watch Legend of Korra. I'm going, I'm going to refrain from talking about The Re- Legend of Korra because I have many, I don't have anything good to say about it. And they always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything at refrain. all. Refrain. The only thing I know <laughs> about Legend of Korra is that there's one particular character that is built like a steakhouse. Guys, buff somebody on Twitter, <laughs> somebody on tiktok was like, his body has more development than one of the characters <laughs> like character development <laughs> his body has more definition than one of the characters character development i'm gonna i'm gonna say this about legend of Korra, okay no let me watch it first let me watch it first don't say anything no I don't I'm, not, I'm, not, anything. I'm not gonna i'm not gonna say anything about it like about about it but it's just that i think personally the the storyline like even though people were i'm trying so hard to watch my words here but even though people were saying that um that we need to stop comparing avatar the last airbender to legend of korra right Mm. but the way the storyline was kind of like built like it was asking for people to compare them do you get what i'm trying to say people are always going to compare what came after, after the first one that's so i i just like it you can't ask people not to, to compare, compare because this is a, this is supposed to essentially be a sequel, sequel. yeah comparison is going uh, to be done be done and also like it was just that the storyline kind of like had pickups from the like from avatar the last airbender yeah. and it was just like if you want to create a new story you might as well have created a new story instead of picking up like bits and pieces from what they the- should have i mean i haven't watched it yet but maybe what they should have just done is that they should just not have put in the avatar world and i just made its own thing yeah, maybe but i just feel like with the avatar the last airbender i feel like the writers are not just after that but the avatar world i feel like the writers i just think they were lazy i'm so sorry because like they really could have done so much with avatar i'm not even because they could have told the story of the first avatar they could have mm-hmm. told the story of like um kiyoshi they could mm-hmm. have told the story of yang shen they could have told the story of like the evil avatars to come after Korra, do you get? But they yeah. literally just made, um, even the way it ended in Avatar The Last Airbender, it was kind of like, okay, I'm tired. 
Let's yeah, no, literally. Make, and yeah. he was just like, this is the end. And he, he didn't have anything. He didn't have anything. <laughs> like, just like, thumbs up. Bye-bye. <laughs> literally, honestly. And then they now, they now decided, okay, four years later, or is it a few years later, we're going to make Legend of Korra. And then they make these characters who look like they've have like they had they've had to have their bodies kind of like polished and like Sanskrit. I don't even mm. know what to say, but they just look so different from do you get what I'm trying to say? Like they just look thin. I mean I literally don't know anything about Legend of Korra, so okay. I can't really say anything. I need to watch it first. Okay, and then watch I it. I'm gonna have a discussion because like I was watching it and I was like I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna try so hard not to compare. I'm gonna try so hard not to compare. Yeah. And I compared, and that's why I'm trying so hard not to say anything bad about it because I know they are diehard fans and they would come for me. <laughs> and yeah. I don't want that. Um, okay, I have another question. What is the most interesting thing that you've read or seen this week? Oh, the most interesting thing I've read this week, or well, it wasn't technically this week, I guess it was more last week, but I'm still going to take it as this week, and you should read it, is this book called The History of Nigeria by Toyin Falola. Oh, okay. What's it about? Super. Well, it's about the history, history of Nigeria. Nigeria. I know, but like, <laughs> no, like what part, like, you know, there's some... No, it's so like, it's not because a lot of the books that talk about the history, they only talk about like right after colonization. This, mo- mm-hmm. this book goes back. You know, and I was so I was I was talking about that with Adora and I was like we need I need to see like was he Adora or someone though and I was like I want to I want to read like a hit like the history of Nigeria watch the history of Nigeria right yeah that's one of the things I'm actually talking about on my channel because my the first video is going to be in two parts about Africans and conservatism and the first part Mm. is about BC before colonization then BC during colonization then the third channel the second video which Mm -hmm. is going to come as is going to be about AC after after colonization colonization, yeah. yeah so but the book talks from like the beginning because like you know with Nigeria not actually being Nigeria it was a bunch of decentralized states talks about the history and all of that stuff it's a very good book and the one great thing i actually really do the one great thing about this youtube channel is that i haven't actually had to buy any books because i still have access to my school library well you know that's the thing about me that i think that's the difference to me and you i cannot read books online i have to read them hard copy so yeah I, would- I used to be like that but i just had to get used to it because i have over three thousand books on my kindle I physically cannot carry around 3,000 books. Yeah, when you do that, <laughs> I just had to get used to reading all yeah. I still have a bunch, like, there, like, if I really, really like a book, I buy a hard copy of it. So, like, I have, like, the hard copy of, like, the complete Sherlock Holmes stories, um, Edgar Allan Poe, Jane Austen. I have, like, the complete, like, I have, like, hard copies of, like, some books, mm-hmm. but I can't have the hard copies of everything. So, usually, like, if I really, like, absolutely love a book, I will buy a hard copy mm-hmm. of of it yeah. but also hard copies are expensive really like expensive. the actual physical books are expensive yeah. like on kindle i'm paying like maybe at most max the most i've ever paid for a book on kindle is nine pounds wait buy, well, like, some books are like nine pounds you not hard no, but copy but paperback no but that's what i'm saying like some books like that's what i'm saying like that's what i'm saying like the most i've ever paid for a book on kindle was nine pounds but the paperback version of the book was 20 pounds it's like you know okay, I, mean? I see. Okay. So, I like, see, yeah. Okay. So, like, the most I've ever paid for books nine pounds. So, like, there are some books that, like, I have on my Kindle, like, I only pay like 90p for, but then, like, the paperback copy is like 10 pounds. 
on the hardback oh. copies like so like the things are like kindle just like at the end of the day i'm not like when i do have my money and i you know i'm able to have my own house god knows when that's gonna happen because i'm really <laughs> about buying a house now but like when i'm able to have my whole house and i have a full-on library then i'm gonna stop buying books okay now I'll keep yeah it's physically yeah like when i was younger because back home we did used to have like a small like we used to have like a library like, like library yeah and area turned into a library so like i used to have like physical books but i just can't do that anymore. especially also considering the fact that basically for the last 11 years of my life you i haven't really a, stayed in one place, one place yeah yeah been... i i can't be carrying books around with me <laughs> i just I, okay I, yeah it's easier to just have everything on my phone mm, makes more sense okay yeah i've got this question for you this is the best one i think so far what ridiculous thing has someone tricked you into doing or believing I would say for me, unicorns. And I say that <laughs> with so much shame because for a minute, I actually believed that unicorns existed. <laughs> because I, this, and this was, it was so funny because it happened during like this dinner I had with my friends. And Wait, when like, was this? 2017. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I thought I'm going to tell you that you're like two years old. <laughs> <laughs> when I said I didn't believe in unicorns when I was five. I, 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 I have no words, but I'm not even going to lie because they lied, to, they lied to me so well that I actually believe that unicorns exist, existed for five minutes. But to um, be honest, Vanessa, you're very gullible, so I'm not <laughs> You're a very easy person to lie to. You but I is it because you're the kind of person that wants to always see the good in people. So you <laughs> tend to believe people more often. And I'm like the complete opposite. Listen, okay, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like sometimes I do like I am kind of gullible, but like some other times people just lie so well. And in this case, they lied to me really, really well because they got the entire and at that time my friendship group was like so huge I remember there was like a huge number of us and all of them all went like yeah didn't you know this and I'm like no that's not true and they're okay let me tell you the lie okay they said to me um uh, that unicorns come out only in the winter and I was like huh <laughs> and <laughs> that basically in the winter their horns come out and that's how they become unicorns the horses become uni unicorns and Okay, even now I'm just saying it, I feel really embarrassed. I'm gonna. I'm going to my twelve-year-old sister so she can judge you. Judge <laughs> I want my twelve-year-old sister to judge you. I feel like me judging you is not enough. I need my baby sister to judge you. Do you know that unicorns exist? They don't. They come out like during the winter. That's yeah. why like, the horns gone. See, she's twelve, and even she didn't believe that. You no. believe that you're grown age of 18 years old. <laughs> was, at your grown age. I your was, I, Look at her face. She's a kid. She's a small kid. And even she didn't believe that. Let me tell you something, okay? Let me yeah, tell you. <laughs> Someone told her that unicorns existed and she believed them for five minutes when she was 18 years old. I was 17, technically. I was 17. 2017, you were almost 18 then. It was January. I was almost okay, 18, fine. Okay, fine. Still, I was 17. <laughs> Still, I was at university. <laughs> I wasn't legally allowed to drink, okay? <laughs> oh, please. Oh, please. All of us had been drinking. 
I remember the first thing I wanted when I turned 18 was to have fried chicken and beer. Mekchu. As you wow. say it in Korea. Literally on my 18th birthday, it's I went out. I mean, I'd already been out clubbing before, but I went out clubbing for the first time legally. Well, what, yeah. I, what did I do on my 18th birthday? I got a new phone and I watched... I think I was watching movies and just eating. I just didn't want to do anything. Like always, every single time on my birthday, I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit down on my phone and just watch. And it's also because your birthday is in summer, so people tend to not really be around. Mm, my birthday, yeah. my birthday was like during. My birthday was like like I was at uni, so like I remember like my 18th birthday, I didn't even plan it. Like all of my flatmates were like, "You're going clubbing with us." <laughs> Because I only used to obviously go for pre-drinks. Yeah. Because like obviously like they got really strict to like checking for ID. Also because the few times I had been clubbing, it had not been in the UK. He had it had been in like Tunis and they did not give a flying fuck how old you were. I've never been interested. Like I always said this, but like I don't like clubbing. I love parties. I think to I same. Same. I don't like club. I love parties. Like I will go to a party. I could go to a party every single day of the week. Club. I will go to once a year. Once a year because I sometimes once a year is too much for me. It's like- it, honestly like I remember I, I I went clubbing for my 18th birthday. Actually, the most I went clubbing was when like was in second year. So between like 18 and 19, that was the most I went clubbing. I went clubbing so much during second year. It was actually ridiculous. Because first of all, because I didn't get to have freshers in first year. So I had my mm, freshers in second, in second year. The so first oh. of all, that was a whole week of basically just clubbing. And then it was like, and then I don't know. It's like I made friends like basically in second. I don't even really know how I made friends. I'm not a nice person. I still always wonder how I have friends. But like I made like more friends in second year. And like there were everybody was they will have a part, they'll have like a birthday, and then we'll go clubbing. Sometimes we'll have like a party, and then from like people will be like, Oh, let's go clubbing. And like we went clubbing so often. I remember like when second year ended, I was tired. I was so <laughs> tired of clubbing and like that was fighting, me in first year, like pushing people off my body. <laughs> That was legit me in first year because I was like, I, I got to a point where I'm like, you know what, I I physically cannot do this anymore. I, really I was like, can't. I am so exhausted. I'm I was exhausted. like, I'm it's, so tired. I'm like, this is tiring. Like you can't. This is so tiring. Like because every single mates. time you go out clubbing, like it's fine, and then the random people that get drunk then come up and they're trying to grind up on you. And like, yo, I remember like when I went, like the last clubbing I did was in February for Zai's birthday. That was like the last time I went. That was February for Zai's birthday. Mm-hmm. Right? She got to celebrate her twenty first. I didn't. I'm still salty. It's fine. But like last time I went out clubbing it was for Zai's birthday. Yo, like when I first started, you know, like like when I first like when I first got to the club, I'm like, oh no, thank you. Like when people are coming by the way, I'm like, oh no, thank you. Back off, back off. Because <laughs> as I but as an as the night kept going on, I stopped doing that. I just had to push people away from me. <laughs> you can as I like I went from like, oh no, thank you. I'm not interested to get off me. <laughs> I'm crying. No. Like one guy came and I just like pushed him away. <laughs> And like went backwards. I was like, "Fuck off!" I'm just I feel so like I feel like the longest I've stayed in a club is two hours. Oh I'm, no, that because I remember we came in that club for ages because we stayed until the club closed, and we I, came. I think we came at like ten, so I think we were there for like five five hours. Like this when is, I tell this, you this my is, feet, because I for some stupid reason, I me and Zai wore heels. <laughs> No, I'm not. Can I tell you, I'll feed her. 
it's actually so weird because like I would go to a club with my friend it was only once I ever did stay in the club till closing time and that was because um it was actually really fun and I think that was the best time I've actually had like the best best experience I've actually had in the club but usually I would go at like let's say 11 12 and leave at like two or like one and then spend mm. the other hour eating and then going yes back, then yes going back to the best part of clubbing was the food afterwards <laughs> because oh the kebab shop you just go mm. in you grab your food they wear the and then, like you're shoveling food into your mouth as you're, like you're walking back and the kebabs never taste good when you're sober you have to be drunk to eat those kebabs oh no they taste good to me i would i could never No, some of like some places make good kebabs good but the particular yeah. kebabs we used to have like in portsmouth they did not taste good when you were sober really? you had I, to eat that stuff when you were I drunk could... when you, you were drunk that thing was that thing was gourmet that thing was Gordon ramsay level of beautiful food (laughs) we used to shovel food in our mouths like in the lift it was beautiful that is so funny like I could I really could not eat like I there was this one time I experienced this in the in one of the kebab shops and like these people were fighting and you know what's so funny about it yeah you know what's so funny about the fight is that as they were fighting this was me and my friends (laughs) while they were fighting (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're like eating the burgers and we're watching them fight and it was so funny because we'd have be like are you good you, you're gonna take that he said that about you and then we're like really instigating the fight and it was so funny and tragic all at the same time but yeah best part of clubbing because like my student accommodation if you remember Catherine, was literally opposite a club Mm-hmm. sometimes i open my window i'll see people fighting i'll just go downstairs and i just like a group of us just used to go downstairs i'll sit there and watch them fight <laughs> like it wasn't just it was like a group of us we'll all just like go down there and sit down and watch them fight and be like i'm not i'm just taking like a bts video oh yeah i can't even see myself oh yeah and there i look looking all oh you're tragic. doing yourself not me i tell you no i i'm doing both of us but okay. i just look really tragic in the picture but so do I <laughs> okay just take a video but yeah so just like you know what but like yeah gosh no I really did I, I got over clubbing so quickly during second year but I always like I do one thing I do like about clubbing is going with a group of friends but I always found that it's actually it was always best when you go in a mixed group because mm-hmm. let's say I love my I love like my girlfriends I love going out with them but the reason I find that it's best when you go out to the mixed group is you just grab one of your friends and pretend like they're your boyfriend and people leave you alone <laughs> Oh, that is not even just it for me. Time. I, like when, the few times I would go club with like a mixed group, the moment someone comes to me, I'll just go to one of my male friends. I'll just like stand there and be like, oh, she's thinking. I'm like, yes, no, go this away. Is the thing, right? This is the thing. In every, if you, it's better to go out clubbing in the group because there's always that one person who feels very tired with you. So you guys can stick together and just like sit down and watch everyone else have fun. That's me in the club. I always stick to that one person who always has the same energy as me. Yeah. We're just both sitting down like, what is life? <laughs> like, my, like, always my favorite group to go with when I go clubbing is, it's just always black people. Because, no offense to, like, you know, my white friends and stuff, whenever I go clubbing, they always go to, like, the part of the club that is doing, like, the do, 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 But, like, with the black people, I'm going to the spots that, like, I love bad bitches, the motherfucker. And I'm like, yes, let me tour. Even, like, my white friends, my black friends, I think I had the coolest white friends and, like, Asian friends and like black friends because they always had the same use, same same taste in music as me. So mm. we all knew where we were going. Like no nobody is gonna stand and be like, 
no like the white friends i made in second year they were they really liked like um rap and they really liked like you know grime so we would always go to those places i was always really fun like i would be like because i wouldn't want to like when i go like you know some people when they go club they just kind of like stand to the side that's why i really like going club it was like because me and i wouldn't go to club or twerking we're, we're going down and like then people will be like i'm like i'm not twerking for you i'm twerking for myself leave me alone because <laughs> that's when the guys happy. will come and they'll like want to like dance and i'm like i'm twerking for myself okay i'm not twerking for you i'm not twerking to get your attention i'm twerking for myself you go like it makes me feel happy and fulfilled exactly and makes me feel happy empowered <laughs> empowered and empowered and it's exercise <laughs> okay i think we need to come to an end of this episode because we like, do we, we do. For like, I, and i feel like i'm gonna have to cut out a lot of parts thanks to shecky <laughs> <laughs> every um, single time you have me on your podcast you're always just like oh fuck i'm gonna have to mute some stuff that aren't i <laughs> i know i have to so shecky it was really nice to have you on talking about politics and donald trump and um Korean dramas and the Republicans and the Democrats. Yeah. We didn't talk about K-pop though, but that's a different topic. Maybe when Zai comes. Yeah, we should talk about K-pop, K-pop more. You need I, to listen to NCT. <laughs> yo, like I'm not even joking to you. Like I legit listen to like whatever I see. Like I don't even I don't know the groups. I apart from like EXO and BTS and Blackpink and um, Red Velvet. Oh, and Mama Mo. I don't know any other groups. Yeah. No, same. I'm kind of with you. I don't really know that much about groups. But for me, it's like all of those groups plus NCT. <laughs> I really like like... Because NCT kind of are... Because and also to mean, like as I was telling you, yeah, NCT yeah, are a bit like... Because NCT like... NCT has like three modes of songs. They make like just like like songs for like noise and dancing. Mm. Like that don't really make much sense. They make songs... They make, they make songs for sex and, and then they make like emotional ballads to make you cry okay. and every single one of their albums have songs in those three spheres so you start off with a song that's just like don't and you're like yeah and then you go to the next song and the next song is about like you know like it's just like baby don't stop and you're like yeah the next song is about i miss my family <laughs> You're going through like a whole roller coaster emotion listening to one album. You're just like, I started out so happy and now I'm crying. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, I would then, listen to NCT then if that's the case. Yeah, I'll send you my favorite NCT songs. Mm-hmm. Like, I have like, there's like, people don't listen to their Japanese songs enough for me. Honestly, so their Japanese songs are actually sound better than some of their Korean songs, straight up. Japanese songs hmm, okay, because gonna... you know a lot of like K-pop idols they make like Japanese songs and yeah. Songs. yeah so their Japanese songs are actually better than yeah like Japanese I know songs. I know EXO has this whole Japanese like album and like um a lot of K-pop Black idols Pink, do yeah, like because Blackpink Black like, has that Red Velvet BTS, has it Red Velvet have it a lot of yeah. like um what's it called um I feel like a lot of SM artists have yeah. it because oh, originally I their plan was like I really like girls, girls' generation. Like, I don't know. I only know one of their songs, but the reason I like them is because of how close they are in real life. So I think that's mm. why I like them. Because of I follow like So Young, and I love her so much. And then obviously Tiffany, and I don't know the rest, but yeah, <laughs> I love how close they are. That's why I had to insert. Yeah, that. that's one thing I kind of I do quite like about SM groups. I feel like they actually are close. 
because like not like obviously quite a few obviously quite a lot of k-pop groups actually close like you know like got seven are close oh that's not good probably listen to like got seven. Oh, oh yeah. by the way they might they're probably going to leave jyp i'm actually so happy for them why what's wrong with jyp entertainment yo okay wait so stop, much stop 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 we're not gonna go into that thank you for having us thank you okay for let's not go into it but anyway they're probably going to leave and bam bam has been really shady on twitter it's so funny because it was trending and really? i was like well, why is bam bam trending he was being really shady on twitter about jy speaking of speaking of twitter I, I i know we didn't add this in the politics topic in the beginning but yo twitter facebook and instagram banned donald trump <laughs> I know, but I'm, I'm just like a lot of people are like, oh my god, fine. And I'm, a lot of people are like, yeah, and I'm like, they should have done that literally no. when you throw this over the front thing. They no, but like done that. Yeah, they done that since November. No, but like because none of with Twitter happened, happened if they banned since November. Yeah, and like even though Twitter tried to put up the warning signs and the exclamation marks and the warning, that's not going like to do shit. Because at the end day, you can still press the view. Because like it puts the the warning signs, but it can still you can still click the show tweets. Mm-hmm. But and yeah. the followers are going to you. So I'm just like, you guys should have people, because people have been asking, people have been asking Twitter to delete Donald Trump's account. I mean, even for the for longest a while, time. But it really hyped up when the whole Black Lives Matter thing happened. He was like, mm-hmm. when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Everybody, even some people in his own camp were like, yo, it's kind of fucked up, man. <laughs> <laughs> even they were like, it's kind of it's fucked up dude fucked they're like up. they're like this is not right <laughs> they were like i mean they were like i know we're racist but like we don't we don't put that shit on the internet like you, that you, you're like you're like mm. you're like they're like we just we support it privately in our houses it, mm. like yeah like, like, we're racist we're racist indoors racist indoors you don't be talking about things like that we're racist indoors <laughs> we we donate to the proud boys and we donate to racist groups so we don't actually go out and show support because we have jobs so okay i think we should really end here girl we should end it here because we could talk forever because we do this we, we, we talk forever like every single time we end up talking we're talking for like three hours and, and then suddenly it's like 3 a.m yeah and i really need to eat okay me too i have not <laughs> eaten today. <laughs> i need to go find food okay but thank you for coming on my podcast bye-bye Very nice to have you i really need to learn how to have um a live podcast because i see that people do that and i don't know how to do that so i'm gonna learn how to do that thanks again guys for listening on to this episode i hope you guys enjoyed it um i particularly enjoyed recording with shaki it was a really fun episode sorry i kind of have a bit of a like something going on my throat um but i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and i cannot wait to put on the next episode for you guys I have been recording a lot. I've just been MIA. I don't know why because of schoolwork and essays and deadlines and finals. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I can't wait to see you guys in the next. Bye.